Shalong Time for Daily Market Wrap this Thursday, July 7, 2022. Asian stocks were steady while oil retreated back below $100 a barrel on Thursday as investors weighed the Federal Reserve's determination to tame hot inflation amid recession fears. Here in the Philippines, investors also had to digest rising unemployment numbers, with May posting a 6% jobless rate, translating to 2.93 million jobless Filipinos, up from 2.76 million or 5.7% in April. For the day, the PSE index fell 1.4% back to 6,300 as net foreign selling resumed. ICCP's Manio Campos sees the market consolidating between the 62 and 6,500 levels as investors wait for first-half earnings, rolling out in the next few weeks. The expectation, he says, overall decent. If you're still in the market, uh, you rotate to maybe the uh, uh, bigger companies, the ones that have... Uh, the blue chips, the ones that have uh, over the past uh, 12 months or so have uh, maybe uh, pre-funded uh, their uh, debt requirements. So they are not maybe in dire need of going to the debt markets at uh, this point in time. Uh, those are the guys that have maybe positioned well uh, to go out and raise debt at this time. Uh, you know, uh, not, you know, well, well, let's put it this way. Maybe they should have figured that out a lot earlier. In corporate stories, Mondanesian shares among the most heavily sold down for the day after the European Union and Taiwan issued a recall for Lucky Me instant noodle products due to the presence of ethylene oxide. Mondanesian shares finished down 7.2%. Mondanesian says it is aware of the recall, saying it also affects other companies' noodle brand and multiple categories such as ice cream, sesame seeds, calcium carbonate supplements, among others. It clarifies ethylene oxide is not added to Lucky Me products. It is a commonly used treatment in spices and seeds to control microbial growth in agricultural products. These, when processed into seasoning and sauces, may still show traces of ethylene oxide. It also assured the public all Lucky Me products are registered with the Philippine FDA and comply with food safety standards. First Metro Security's Aaron Sai says this one is a stock to watch. The noodle business is a, a big chunk of the business of, of Monday, no? Right. Uh, it is part of the branded food and beverage segment of the company, and that segment comprised around 78% of the company's revenue in, in 2021. The company has already issued a statement. Uh, hopefully, it can uh, it can calm the nerves no, of those investors who are itching to sell no, the company the the stock. In other news, Century Pacific Food bets big on its new plant-based alternative, Unmeat Fish-Free Tuna. This after launching Unmeat Lunch and Meat Line and Uncheese last year. Just two months after the launch, Unmeat Fish-Free Tuna is already distributed in the U.S., Singapore, and United Arab Emirates. CNPF says seafood alternatives remain a wide-open space where it sees pent-up demand from consumers looking for healthier and more sustainable options at an accessible price. Meanwhile, energy continues to be a big theme and ICCP's Manio Campos shares a new diversified renewable energy player is entering the capital markets this year. Renewable energy is one area that will continue to uh, find new investments and uh, maybe new spendings. Solar, I guess, is the easiest and cheapest way to get into RE. Uh, but maybe I'll, I'll point out that, uh, uh, you know, like 
what we had in the past where we were losing uh, farmlands to golf courses. We may be losing uh, farmlands or, you know, otherwise, you know, agri-productive uh, land to, to uh, solar farms, which uh, have a really big appetite. Investors, meanwhile, also getting more details about the 8.5 billion peso joint venture formed by Nickel Asia subsidiary Emerging Power Inc. and Shell Overseas Investments to set up renewable energy projects. The joint venture will be 60% owned by Nickel Asia. The goal is to contribute to the country's goal of realizing an additional renewable capacity of 74 gigawatts over the next 20 years. As for Ember Asia's electricity analyst Ahmed Edianto, Philippines continues to lag behind its regional peers in the transition to solar and wind power. Based on the report Unleashing Solar and Wind in ASEAN, Philippine electricity demand jumped from 2015 to 2021, but only 12% of that was met with clean electricity. Coal generation met 88% of that demand and the remaining 3% by gas generation. We have to have a uh clear ambition, clear target. You know, we have um, in, in all of the power development plan, they have like clear target. We have to uh, achieve uh, this XX gigawatt for uh, 2030 or 2040. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, we have to be aware more about rising demand. Mm -hmm. And this is also related to, to your question, right? Um, we have to uh, make sure that, you know, uh, all of the uh, people in the country have an access to electricity and at the same time have a good quality. Plus, uh, key points that we highlight, the recommendation is multilateral cooperation. The report also says the Philippines is the only country among the ASEAN Five to see a rise in coal generation every year since the Paris Agreement, resulting to a 42% jump in the power sector's carbon dioxide emissions. That is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.